Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews Okome. So let's get started. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome, welcome back to the Side Hustle Pro Podcast. It's your girl, Nikayla, and we are back with another fantastic episode. And today you are in for a treat. I'm here with one of my favorite Side Hustle Pro alumni guests, Miss Tiffany, no, Mrs., excuse me, Tiffany, <laughs> the budget Nista Aliche, who is here with an update episode. And so if you don't know, Tiffany was in the Side Hustle Pro guest chair in episode 11. She was one of my very first guests when my podcast was brand new and she still she still said yes she came on <laughs> and she shared all of her amazing inspirational gems as well as her story you know going from almost going broke to you know having to take many steps back to being where she is today as an eight figure you know entrepreneur so let me read a little bit of your bio tiffany and then we'll get into talking a bit more about what you're up to today so Tiffany, the budget nista Liche is America's favorite personal financial educator. She's definitely mine. She's a New York Times best-selling author with her book, Get Good With Money. And we'll talk about that. An NAACP Image Award nominee and the first Black woman to grace the cover of Money Magazine solo. <laughs> Tiffany is a trailblazer in the personal financial space. And her monumental Live Richer movement has helped over one million women worldwide save, manage, and pay off hundreds of millions of dollars. A former teacher for 10 years with a master's degree in education, Tiffany was instrumental in getting the Budget Nista law passed in January 2019, which makes financial education mandatory for all middle school students in the state of New Jersey. How awesome is that? All right, Tiffany, welcome, welcome back to the guest chair. Thank you for having me, Nikayla. I'm excited to be back. How, so how many episodes do you have now? Well, this is, as we're recording, over 260. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I know. Crazy, mm -hmm. crazy dedication, which you know a lot about. <laughs> and I want to talk to you. But 
first of all, we've seen you go from, like you said, preschool teacher mm-hmm. who went through a recession, lost your job, ended up going through a real financial hardship due to betrayal. Mm-hmm. And then coming out of that, starting to teach personal financial education, then going from teaching, as you say, one to, you know, few to many mm-hmm. with your online programs and your online challenge. Where are you today? Like, what is Tiffany doing today? What is your focus? Um, what is your priority? Where are you? Well, today I am, so I still have um, my Literature Academy, which is my online school. It's about 40,000 students strong. Um, I still do the Budgetista, which is what I call like the business of Tiffany. So it's like spokesperson work, speaking, brand ambassador work, um, books. And um, I have a marketing company that I'm phasing out because we're going to be pulling it internally into the budget. Um, I've written a children's book called Happy Birthday, Molly Moore. And I'm secretly kind of working on her show. I want her to be the next door, the little chocolate door of the Explorer. Yes, Mm -hmm. here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been approached by a lot of people to do TV shows. So I'm exploring what that might look like. I'm still, we'll see, you know, like if it's the the right thing. Um, And I actually have a brand new idea that's going to disrupt the financial industry that I thought would be worth about 50 million, but I was speaking to a potential investor and they say more like 200 million. So that, (laughs) you know, just some exciting, it's, you know, it's just, you know, you put the work in and and success Mm -hmm. is really like a layering effect. And, you know, you've heard people say, oh, the first million is the hardest. This is true. To me, I'd say the first hundred thousand is the hardest because you're so, there's such a big learning curve and the work doesn't get easier, but you get smarter and then you learn how to get to the next milestone even easier, even even faster, I'll say. Mm -hmm. So recently here in the Side Hustle Pro world, we have been talking about marketing funnels. Mm -hmm. I am getting my feet wet again and really getting in there and revamping my marketing funnels and, you know, bringing everyone along with me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need to talk to the queen or the king of marketing funnels (laughs) who has a million dollar one. And we need to learn a little bit more Mm -hmm. from you about this in particular. So first of all, I'm interested to know, what is your definition of a marketing funnel? What does it mean to you? The Mm non-jargon version. So a marketing funnel really is just, I call it an invitation to your business house, Mm. right? So a really good marketing funnel gives you a tour. It makes you want to stay for more. You open the door, usually with something free. Maybe you have a checklist, a challenge, whatever that looks like. And the way someone go, comes into the door is they give you their your name and their email, typically. And then they come into your living room. And maybe your living room is um, social media. Maybe it's a book. You know, maybe you have a Facebook group. You know, yeah. and you kind of give them a tour around your your brand house. And not every um, person is going to go to every single room because each room sometimes requires um, a bigger and bigger investment from your guest. Um, but you want them to see as much as the room as possible. Because let's just say you might, because the people make the mistake of this. They say, okay, I had 10,000 people that came into my room. That's 10,000 emails, your, your living room. That's great. And they're trying to convince those 10,000. Maybe the next room is the dining room. But in order to get into the dining room, it's going to be a book, a $20 book, you know, and they feel like, okay, of the 10,000, maybe only 2,000 bought the book. You know, that's a 20% conversion, which is actually pretty decent. 
and they feel like, oh, they forget about the other 80%. And they think like, oh, there's nothing there. And that's not true because just because someone has not bought from you outright, it doesn't mean there's not money to be made, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the ways that we make sure we make maximize, you know, our marketing funnel is that yes, I might say, hey, I've got, you know, a literature academy or online school you can join. Some people may or may not join that. You know, I might say, hey, I've got like, I've got so many books that I've written. I've written like five or six books. Most of the first, you know, the last of which is Get Good With Money, my New York Times bestseller. They may or may not buy that. Even if someone has never bought anything from me, it doesn't mean that their presence hasn't been lucrative. Because also to my list, I might say, um, here's this great company that I really enjoy. It's called Self Lender. It allows yeah. you to raise your credit score and self lender might pay me say $50, $150 for every person that signs up. So even if you've never bought anything from me, just by nature of taking my advice, there's also a way for me to be paid in that way too. And so understanding that, that your list is valuable, whether someone buys directly or indirectly mm-hmm. buys, or sometimes just shows up. You know, like if you follow me on social media and you like a post, that means now I instead of charging two thousand dollars for a social media post, you know, I can charge six thousand dollars for a social media post just based upon likes and views. I think that's a critical component of of, of your marketing funnel. So your marketing funnel is like I said, it's a it's an invitation into your brand house. And you understand that every guest should be treated like royalty because they're all valuable just in different ways. love that I've never heard it put like that and it is beautiful it is perfect and it is so true and it drives home what I hope always comes across which is that every person is someone who you appreciate and deserves to be treated with respect Mm -hmm. these are not people that you see as dollar signs it's just if they're getting introduced to your world they're coming into the tour so when you started the very first thing you did was you wrote a book right my marketing funnel, my very first marketing funnel. Well, I yes, I wrote a book, but it, I didn't, I didn't follow. You didn't know it was a funnel. Yes. You didn't know that. Well, even right. then, honestly, I didn't collect emails until like two or three years in. I'm like, wait, I'm supposed to collect emails? <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm talking about yes. this on the show. Because people are like, wait, well, I have some emails, but it's not in like an email yes. marketing platform. So yeah. I want to say, I think my very first funnel was probably like two, two or three years in. And I think I had a checklist that I made. I'd written a book, but I didn't think books could be funnels, but I know better now. So I think I made a checklist, like a, you know, 10 steps, 10 budgeting tips checklist. Cause I I was like doing a lot of reading and marketing. And so I collected these emails and I never emailed for like two years because I didn't know what to say. (laughs) So I had this email. (laughs) You know, I was like, okay, I have these emails now, what? And so it really wasn't until I want to say a good, almost five years in that I realized that I can. I can email, I started to, I created something that I call my, um, my goodie emails. You can still sign up for it today. It's a budgetistagoodies.com, like G-G-O-D-I-E-S, right? So I created this goodie emails where every week, typically on Wednesday, we send out a goodie. This is just something good. Um, 95% of the time, it's, we're not selling anything. It's just, mm-hmm. here's a tool or a resource to help you on your journey. Because I want to truly yep. be of value. And I'm a teacher. Sometimes it's an encouraging word. Sometimes maybe it's a podcast that I was on. You know, sometimes yeah. it's a link to my podcast, Brown Ambition. Whatever it is, it's something good. And then every once in a while, the goodie will be 
something that um that does cost money um but typically something nominal like you know like the goodie emails when my get good with money was coming out i sent a, you know a bunch of goodie emails about the book you know the book is like right. I mean, it's 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 twenty four dollars, but honestly, almost everywhere it's like on sale for fifteen. So you know, nominal in relation to most people's budgets, you know, or most people that follow me. Um, and then on occasion, we have like a bigger push where something is like a little bit more money, but that might only be like once a year or twice a year. And so you right. really wanting the key to a strong marketing funnel is consistent communication. Mm. Consistent can be weekly. Y'all, mm-hmm. it could be weekly. It could be monthly, you know, it could be quarterly, whatever that is. You can really determine how often you want to speak to your people, but it should be consistent. So they kind of see it coming. And so for me, you know, we call it goodie Wednesdays because folks know like, oh, okay, on Wednesday, I'm going to get my goodie. They can start to look forward to it, especially when I'm not asking for something that, you know, you're going to get a goodie and it's going to be something that's going to be useful and helpful to you. So you're like, okay, thanks so much, Tiff. So what you're doing really is depositing into the bank of trust, into the people that you serve. So one day when you have to make a withdrawal, there's plenty of of savings, you know, trust savings built in there. So you might have been depositing, you know, a year's worth of trust. And then this is just a couple days worth of, of ask from them. So being mindful. But the key to a marketing funnel is you should have multiple feeders to your funnel. In the beginning, at the very least, if you have a blog or a website, there should be a way for people to opt into your list because they're going to get something great from you. A checklist, a, a video, something actually truly useful, right? So your your website and your blog, that's one place. But also social media. You know, when you're posting, not every post should lead to your funnel, but you know, you can remind folks like, hey, you know, if you want to learn more, you know, like I might say, join my literature challenge, which is a, a free challenge. Challenges make uh, great funnel uh, magnets, you know, or I might say, you know, I'm going to go live. And if you want to be reminded of when I go live and teaching this free lesson, join my email is budgetistagoodies.com. You know, mm. um, something else I did for a funnel for my book. Oh, my goodness. we I'm not going to lie. This funnel was good. So we... <laughs> Because I was thinking to myself, because what you're really wanting with your funnel is to really get to know and um, identify people who are likely to stay and connect with whatever you're wanting to, them to connect with at the end of the funnel. So if I have a funnel to my literature academy, I want to really help to identify people who I think the academy will be a fit. So for the book, Get Good With Money, I said, how do I identify people who are needed to get good with money. There are these 10 components to your financial life that I teach you and get good with money. So I created a quiz. It was the Ooh. best in just a few months. Like I think if you were to go to it's GGWM quiz for get good with money, GGWM okay. we'll link to that. That's it linked to the show notes. Yeah. Guys. So it's totally free. It's a quiz. It's like one minute, but it tells you your percentage of financial wholeness. So my book is called get good with money, 10 simple steps to becoming financially whole. So we were pushing it like, do you wanna know your financial wholeness score? Learn it under one minute, totally free. And at the end of the wholeness score, I will email you the checklist so you can have the the 10 steps to financial wholeness with your explanations. So over 46,000 people have taken the Giga with Money quiz. And you know, I know, because if I were to go to Giga with Money right now on my phone or on my laptop, I can see in the corner, you get a little social proof 
So you see Ooh. the numbers go up as, as people take the quiz, which is great because if you come on, you go to ggwmquiz.com and you're like, mm, oh, wow, 46,000 people. Well, girl, I know it's safe. Let me go ahead and take the quiz. And so you take yep. the quiz and you don't get your results until you give me what? Your email. Yeah, email. Yes, <laughs> you know, and then so we don't abuse emails. Like, you know, so you, you get your name and your email and the, the, the result pops up. Now, this is the mark of a truly good funnel. I don't just get your name and email. I was telling Latrice on our team who built our quiz in that, in that funnel. I said, okay, I want other people to take this quiz. So I know people are like, the quiz is fun. At the end, if, you're, if your results are under 50%, you kind of get it like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, um, a gif or a gif of this woman going like, it's okay, girl, it's okay, right? <laughs> so that's fun, you know? And it says like, um, if you want, and I knew this is very, because we live in a very social media, like, you know, yes. like a uh, social media heavy society. Right. I knew people were going to want to take a screenshot because it's funny and post it. So when you, if you take a screenshot underneath, it says, um, um, invite a friend to take the quiz at getgoodmoneyquiz.com. Um, because I knew when you take a <laughs> screenshot and share it, because you're like, girl, look at my score. You've just invited your friend because it's right there at the bottom. And then also yes. on the quiz, once the book came out, we took it a step further. Beneath that, it says, didn't get 100%. That's okay. Learn how to get 100% here. And the here takes you to getgoodwithmoney.com where the book is. Mm -hmm. Do you see how like the funnel? Nice. So your funnel nice. is like you come in for the quiz. You identify right. like, oh, wow, my, my financial wholeness score is not where I want it to be. And then yeah. you're like, oh, there's a solution right there yep. and then we email you the checklist as well as a reminder don't forget if you didn't get a hundred percent and even if you did here's a resource my new york times best-selling book get go with money and so that's that's a amazing like yeah. full circle funnel and this is why we had to talk to mm -hmm. you because you are just so good at this but i know it comes with practice mm -hmm. right because you went from creating content and not knowing anything about a funnel and how you can be sharing this content mm -hmm. with people to now it's almost like coming naturally to you to think okay i'm writing a book yes how can i connect with people from this book because most books when you're listening on audible or even when you have the physical copy mm -hmm. If it comes with some kind of like download, you yes. know, sometimes you forget. But the way you weave it in, like I was reading it, it makes you want to. <laughs> that was good, right? Let me tell you, that was my coach. I, I honestly forgot. I literally was in my yeah. last review of the book. So Penguin Random House, who is my, my publisher, said, Tiffany, we need you to read the book mm -hmm. one last time, you know, and then submit it to us before, you know, we, we get to print. I said, okay. I happen to have like, I, I meet with my, my business coach, Zion, every two weeks on Monday. And I was telling him okay. my book is finished wrapping up. He said, oh, what's your lead magnet? I was like, what? Yeah. He said, Tiffany, in the book, I know you're sending people to a website. I was like, I forgot. I forgot. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my goodness. Wow. And I was like, I have to do my final, you know, edits. He said, you better edit that in. And so I didn't even have anything. But I said, OK, Tiffany, we're going to create a toolkit, the Giga with Money toolkit. And the toolkit, the truth is. The, the, the issue with personal finance is that there's so many new websites, tools, and things. Mm. So I said, this is perfect. So instead yeah. of um, sharing, like uh, only only tools I actually share in the book, are books are ones that are not going to go anywhere. Like, for example, um, Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, those are the three main credit bureaus. Their websites are not going anywhere. So I share right. those links in the book. But in the book, I say something to the effect, let's just say it's, um, I'm going to tell you to invest and use apps. 
I'll say mm-hmm. apps can be very useful, blah, blah, blah. I share some of my favorite apps at the t- in the toolkit. Get your toolkit mm-hmm. at getgetwithmoney.com. Yes. You know, so you go there. There's a little button on getgetwithmoney.com. It says toolkit. You put your name and your email in. And then the toolkit downloads so you can see it visually. But then I also email you the link to the toolkit so you don't have to keep putting your name and your email to have access to it. But what have I identified? I've identified 90. I'm sure there's some people who downloaded the toolkit and didn't buy the book. But I suspect 95% of the people who downloaded the toolkit got the book. So now I've identified these are folks who spent money on Get Good With Money. So when my next book book comes out, because this is an important part of... um, of the the funnel you want to use a tool they call it a crm don't ask me what that stands for but they call us it, it's basically an email system you know yes, customer relationship management there you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you want to use a crm that allows you to what they call tag the person on the back end so literally yep. anyone that downloads the toolkit you're tagged with ggwm toolkit so i know yes. These toolkit people are buyers and buyers of my book. Let's just say, right, Nikayla, that like I was going to come out with a, a workbook version of Get Good With Money. Who do you think I'm going to email first? The people who I already who already bought the book. The people yes. that are book buyers you know, and book funnels, lovers. Yes. Honestly, it can, it can really help you to identify who's interested in what. Sometimes, like, you know, I might have a, an ad. It's another feeder to a funnel where I might have an ad for you to sign up for my webinar. Right. So I have a credit webinar, a budget webinar, a business webinar. If you sign up for the credit webinar, you get a little credit, like, you know, check on you. So I know if I have a credit tool, I know who to lean into and send that tool to. And so it helps you. And we're going to talk about ads, too, because, yes, yes, you you kill it with the ads. (laughs) It really helps you identify your people. They really do. And that right there, like this was a hustle bomb, you guys. Like take this all in. I hope you're taking notes because a few things stood out to me. Mm -hmm. Well, number one, of course, like thinking and making sure that, you know, you have a business coach and you were able to have someone look bigger picture and say, hey, did you think about this? Like you should always be weaving that in. Mm -hmm tagging people, making sure you understand what they want, and then reminding them, telling them about it. So just to go backwards for a little bit Mm -hmm. again to when you started realizing that content that you could create could help people, Mm -hmm. you were five years in. Like, that's crazy. Five years in before you started messaging people. Once you started emailing people, Mm -hmm. how did you know the cadence to remind them about the paid products or offers that you had. So for example, the Live Richer Challenge is free, right? Mm-hmm. But the Live Richer Academy has an enrollment fee. Mm-hmm. So how do you determine how often to remind people about this? Because it's like some people would think, oh, they've been on the list for a while. They must have heard about this. I don't mm-hmm. want to bother them. Well, so what I've learned is that I, I'm i more, I, I there are people who are very aggressive with their list. Like I've literally heard yes. people say, like, I will keep emailing you till you opt out, either pay or opt out. That's not my approach. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because ultimately you have to ask yourself, what is the, for me, the black, the, the bottom line, I like to call it the black bottom line. <laughs> the black <laughs> bottom line for me is I am here to be of service to the women that I'm serving. Right. Yes. And so you don't, Dang. right. And they know my number one rule is you don't have to spend any money with me to get help from me. So I'm not aggressive in the say, you know, in the sales of things. It doesn't mean that we don't mention things, but I'm not Mm -hmm. aggressive in the sales of things. So what we do typically for the Literature Academy is we will do launches. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So we don't do a lot of selling, selling. We do a lot of indirect selling. So instead, I might send you an email saying, hey, Nikayla, you know what you're doing now? You know, y'all be staying in my inbox. Ask me credit questions. Girl, on Thursday, we're going to have a free credit class. Bring your pen and your mama because, you know, she's asking to. <laughs> so you're like, oh, that's my girl, Tiffany. I love Tiff. She'll stay with the free classes. And then it's in the class afterward that I mm-hmm. might do the upsell. Do you yep. see? Because one, I want to pour and give to you and deposit before I ask for a withdrawal. So we'll teach this right. amazing class and I'll say, so I just recently did this. I did this with a friend of mine, Natiba, who teaches credit. And afterwards, Natiba had a five-day course that she was doing. And so we upsold the course, you know, but not not before pouring in and you can see how valuable she was. And so, so typically with the emails, you won't get too many hard sales in the email Instead, the email mm-hmm. will lead you to a place where you it gives me the opportunity to bring even more value before I ask for something, you know? Right. And then what we'll do is we will then for like that, like we might give you like a week to register for that class. So those e- those subsequent emails, subsequent emails for the next three or four days will be like, hey, guys, don't forget. Today is the last day. Don't forget. Tonight mm-hmm. is the last night. Don't forget. That's it. So you'll get that. And we'll do that maybe like four times a year. With, they call those JVs of joint ventures. When we partner okay. with someone who has an amazing product and I send my audience there. So so that way it doesn't feel overwhelming. We do those about yeah. four times a year. And then we will sometimes, I would say every other year or so, we will launch the Academy. You know, so for mm-hmm. like kind of like a month, we'll kind of bugaboo you a little bit like the Academy. Maybe there's something new. The last time I launched, I did a launch for the Academy. We were switching the pricing from $10 to $29.99. And we were mm-hmm. like, but... Because we love you on your dream catchers. If you twenty nine ninety nine a month or a month, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A month. Okay. so it used to be nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month, and then we were like, we had added all of these new features, so the price was going up to thirty bucks a month. But what we said is, if you sign up before this date, you can lock in nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. And so we did a big launch for that because we wanted to give people an opportunity to be like, I want to lock in this 10 bucks a month at the, at the right. academy. You know, now, so what most of my uh, sales stuff at the academy happens via ads and ad will lead you to a class where I get to pour into you. I will teach a complete full class on budgeting, credit, debt, whatever. And then I'll say, if you thought that class was great, the academy has hundreds of other classes that are even better because we have other instructors, not just me. So it's really transparent. Like I, I know some people do webinars where they do the what I call the gotcha gotcha, where they're like, <laughs> <What's> that? <laughs> so that's like when, like just to say I was going to do the gotcha gotcha for a credit class. Right. There are five components to your credit score. I'm going to teach you two. You want the other three? Join oh, my okay. thing. I'm I like, don't do that. Don't do that. No, that's bad. Yes. So I will give you, so whatever I know about credit, I'm going to leave you, I'm going to give you everything about credit because the academy will teach you business and debt and this and that. You'll get other lessons, but everything I know about a subject, I will teach in that class because here's my thing is that whether you join the academy or not, there are people who are like, took the budget in this class, didn't join the academy, raised my credit score 100 points. That makes me happy. That the class yes. was more than enough to give you get you the change that you need. And one mm-hmm. day you might say to yourself, you know what? I do want to do some more. Let me go ahead on and, and join the um, academy. Or, right. hey, sis, you know, I didn't join the academy because I'm good. Exactly. But you know what, Tiffany, that lesson was so good, you ought to join. So, yeah. What's the difference between the JV launches mm-hmm. that you said you do four times a year mm-hmm. and the Live Richer Academy launch? So a joint venture launch is a launch with someone else. It's not my product, but it's my audience. Oh, 
right? Okay. And the yeah. Literature Academy, that's my product and my audience. So it's just me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what's the, the schedule for that? Is that four times a year as well or so, more? No, free- the Academy would rely heavily, more heavily on ads. So you won't see okay. a big Academy pushes in um, via our emails. You'll see, it uh, mostly, okay. mm-hmm, you'll see it mostly via our ads, but we're starting to actually pull apart. So the Literature Academy and the Budgetista up until recently were like, twin sisters, right? Mm. They lived in the same house, wore the same clothes, ate the same things, shared the same list. (laughs) And so slowly we've been like, you know what? We need to pull them apart. And the reason why we did that is because, I mean, I'm sure a lot of your audience looks like us, black and brown women. Finding funding for your business is not so easy for us. So I Mm. built the Budgetista up and it became the Bank of Budgetista. And so when I was launching the Academy, the Academy had no money. So it was like, where can Mm -hmm. I get money? These banks are not giving me money. Bank of Budgetista. So the Budgetista lent the Academy money. The Academy grew itself up and they became twins. Like, okay, what you eat, I eat. What you breathe, I breathe, you know? And now we're like, okay, the Literature Academy has since paid back the Budgetista and we're pulling apart. So what you'll see is that the Academy now has its own list that is starting to figure out, okay, what's the voice of like when they, when the, the Academy emails the list? And the Budgetista will continue doing our normal goody emails. You know, I want mm, that when you get a yeah. Literature Academy email, you don't think about me. You know, okay. I want That's that so you think- interesting. Mm-hmm. Pulling them apart, even though it's your challenge yes. and Academy that you started. But having that distinction, because the Budgetista does things like goes on the reel yes. and has the book, get good with money, mm-hmm. where and it's not Academy specific. Yeah, so I want a separate... Like I, I want a like because like I said right now there there are sisters and I want them to be cousins. So the budgetista right. certainly is like, hey, join the academy. My cousin is cute, you know. But <laughs> I don't want, yeah, yeah. I don't want all things because if you ever want to sell, like, so I can't imagine ever selling the budgetista. But if the right, right. price came around for the Literature Academy, I would love it. But guess what? If they're twin sisters, someone's gonna want both. So if yes. I don't pull them apart you know, then they won't have their own autonomy to kind of move forward. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, like I'm, and my team knows this, that I'm the CEO of the Literature Academy, but it's my intention by this time next year, I won't be. That we're looking for a new CEO so I can focus my energy like on other things. Right. Because like I said, I have production company after production company asking me to do shows. But how yeah. can I do that and be present? CEO of Budgetista, CEO of the Literature right. Academy. Right. You know, I have other projects that I'm working on. So I would love that like the Literature Academy is like um, a business in my portfolio, but it doesn't need my attention the way it's needed before. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Some might ask, because you start something that's so affordable because, you know, your whole brand was a, is about just helping people mm-hmm. and at, at a level that they can afford in terms of the Live Richer uh, Free Challenge and then the Academy. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you go from that to being an eight million um million. entrepreneur eight million dollar <laughs> net worth or I, I don't no, know you ten, tell us ten, so in twenty twenty we hit our first ten million dollar year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you're right. It sounds like what? Because you would think that you would have to charge a thousand, two thousand. Yeah. You know, that's a huge rage right now that everybody right. has and to because the other thing I want to say is we're in this um age now or just this period the last Mm -hmm. few years when it's become all about the premium product Mm -hmm. creating a premium right so did you you know like how did you know to stick with that lane while still being able to accomplish that like how do you go from that to still being able to earn what you've earned you have to see the thing in general you are going to have to identify your lane and resist the urge because there's definitely been times that I'm like, oh, I'm like oh, get back here to me. I'm like, this is my life. Yes. Like, so for example, another thing that's like a real, a big rage in personal finance right now is trading. Everybody was trading, you know? So yep. it'd be very, it'd be very easy, but like, oh, Tiffany, because trading is sexy. Don't nobody want to budget and save and fix their credit. It's not sexy. When I look inside the literature Academy and I ask Tamara, who's my Academy manager, what classes are people taking most? People will say, oh, girl, I came here to take the business courses. I came here to take the investment courses. When we look behind the scenes, 80% of the people are in budgeting, credit, saving, and debt. And I was like, oh, people talk that talk. But secretly, they're like, sis, girl, I budget. <laughs> so when I stay in my lane, one, I, one, honestly, what I love, too, is that when you don't follow trends, then there's even less competition. Because when I first yeah. came out, everybody was teaching the basics. And then people yeah. veered off and it's just like me, myself and I. And I'm like, great, because now everybody comes to me for the basics, you know, because also, too, we're very clear on our mission, our vision and our core values. So my team knows what they are and we have them all fancy. But I'm like, at the end of the day, my the if I could like um, solidify it into like one phrase is I am my sister's keeper. 
Mm. So all that we do, we ask ourselves, is that in alignment with I am my sister's keeper? So I have four sisters. I'm one of five girls. My whole team nearly is. We're like 95% women. Most of my team are actually dream catchers, meaning that they are women from the actual audience that I serve, that that we've ended up hiring. I wow. am like, literally, I am my sister's keeper. Is this in alignment? Is this really helpful? Yeah. Everything that we do yeah. from the people we partner with to the prices that we set. So as a result, um, what happened was, is that the Live Richer Challenge was actually the, so this is my free online challenge. It was a, um, these challenges were about three weeks long. They're basically a course, an email course that sent you an email every day with a small task. Yeah. We would do them together every January. And so it'd be tens of thousands. And then at some point, hundreds of thousands. And now more than a million people have done one or more of the challenges and they're totally right. free. Um, and um, so I learned how to monetize them a little bit on the back end by having some of my affiliate partners in there. Like if there's a credit, I tell you, you get your credit score. I might tag one yeah. of my credit partners to help me make a little money on the back end. But what the challenge did was it helped me to build my list, build the trust, you know, build um, the community and the connection. And so we have a we play a numbers game because if you have 40,000 people paying, you know, the between 10 to 30 bucks a, um, a month. And some people just pay outright. Like if you pay for the academy outright, it's 300 bucks and you get to get two months free. If you pay it yeah. for six months, it's um, half that. You get to get one month free. And so as a result, we have the numbers to support the fact. So think about why is Netflix, you know, 15 bucks? Why is Spotify 10 bucks? Because they're pay playing a volumes game versus having like, you know, 10 people pay $10,000. So there's no wrong, wrong or right way. You just have to understand right. the business that you're in. I'm in the yeah, business of volume. Yes, I'm in the right. business. I don't mind. Here's the thing. If your product is truly premium, you ought to charge premium prices. You know what I mean? I truly believe that, yep. you know, but I, I try to make it the academy. So it's, it's, a, it's a low financial lift, a lower financial lift for us. So we're able to offer it for an amount of money that is fairly reasonable for a lot of people, but it allows us to still be profitable. Uh, between that and the budget needs to, at least like two, like of the of the 10 million, like eight came yeah. from the academy and then two, give or take, came from the budget nista. So that's spokesperson work, brand ambassador, speaking engagement. Like my keynote now is up to $40,000, you know? Well, we love to see mm -hmm. it. And thank you for talking numbers too. I think sometimes people like tiptoe around yes. it or it makes it, you know, they feel bad talking about it mm -hmm. like it, it makes them sound like but i need us to hear the numbers yes yeah i think because i was like i was i was saying the other day on live that so i've got a stepdaughter Alyssa. she's 14 and mm -hmm. ever since she was little i came into her life when she was about six so when a check would come in for me to do a speaking engagement i let her open it i wanted to her to normalize look what black women get in the mail money yeah. you know what i mean so she would open it and yeah. be like it's fifteen hundred dollars she didn't know that's a lot or a little but she could yeah. see the progression of it getting bigger and then, you know, now she's 14, so she's old enough. And the other day I got a check for like, I don't know, maybe like 10 or 10 or 20. But she's seen checks for, for 50, 60. And she was like, oh, it's only 20. And I love that. <laughs> because I want her to normalize, sis, you get paid. Yes. People yep. will pay you a yep. good amount of money. Because when she goes yep. off to school and people all, and she graduates and people offer her, she's going to be like, no. Because I know what's out there. You tried it. Yep. You know. Exactly. I'm not impressed <laughs> yes. by that. So I share these numbers with y'all, this 10 million, 2 million yeah. budget. And, and be clear, you might be like, the budget only makes 2 million? 
I want you to understand that's almost passively. We, I, yeah. I literally put the budget list on the back burner and put all my energy into the literature academy for the last five years and let the budget list of whatever came in, came in. So that's just like yeah. floating in. So, so imagine. Yeah. Too. That's why you see why well, I want to be like, okay, academy, you good? I'm going to get you right, a CEO right, right. because if I can make the eight and this year we're on track to make 10 million just at the Academy, I can go back yes. to budget Nista and bring her to 10. And now we got yeah. $20 million coming in right there. Okay. Well, girl, let me know the requirements <laughs> for the CEO. <laughs> so one of the things I love about you, you shared in your first episode on Side Hustle Pro that, Back in the day when you started out, there were no Facebook pages. Mm -hmm. So you would start friending people, telling them about your workshops, telling them what you had going on. Now, at what point did you realize, okay, word of mouth and me posting organically on social, even when, you know, pages became a thing and Instagram became a thing. Mm -hmm. When did you say, I need to look to ads? What made you look to Facebook ads? I probably wouldn't have, but then my business partner came into my came into my life. His name is Jabril Ogoro. And so he came to me, he was like, um, I we were both in this um we had a mutual friend who started something called Nomadness, which is a, okay. a black travel group. And he came to me, it was like, um, I see what you're doing, I think it's dope. And I had known of him because I wanted to start running ads because I knew I can maximize what I was doing. But I didn't know how. So I'd taken some of his free online webinars. And I remember basically at the end, his upsell was to work with him. It was $10,000. I was like, ooh, cute. No, <laughs> we don't have that over here. You know, I was like, if it was $10, we really have over here back then. Right. But then he saw that I was taking his classes and he reached out to me. was like, yo, I think what you're doing is dope. You know, I would love to help. And I was like, okay. So we partnered up. And he's the one, for one, he's the one who taught me before we could run ads because he was like, okay, let's commit to spending $30 a day on ads. I was like, uh, uh, I don't have $30. <laughs> a day? <laughs> Bruh, we ain't made for money for you. I was like, $30 a day, you tried it. What gave you the idea? <laughs> okay, that. Girl, I was like, <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. Um, How about... Then he was like, okay, we have to make money to spend it. I was like, all right, I'm all open. He said, give me a list. I'll never forget. Give me a list of all the companies that financial companies that you use and you like and you trust. I said, okay. I made this this list, maybe like six or seven. He went online and said, okay, of the six or seven, three of them have referral programs. I was like, what's that? He was like, every time you refer them, they'll give you money. I was like, you mean I've been referring for free? He was like, yes. So instead, my normal referral, I would just use the Tiffany link for that company. And then all of a sudden, we were making $30, $40, $50 a day. I was like, hot dog. He said, not so fast. Because we can absorb that money and feel good about it, or we can use it to run ads. And I was like, "Eh." reinvest. Right? I was like, how much per se are you talking about? He's like, all of it. And I said, you know what? Because but Janisa, like I said, speaking, teaching, I said, well, you know what? That's been enough to carry me through. It's not a ton of money, but it's enough. Fine. Mm-hmm. So we put the money into ads. And we at first we were just running ads just to test to see how many people we can get to like our page, how many people in the, we can get to the Facebook group. And when I told him about my literature challenge, he said, perfect, let's run ads to the challenge. And so that's really it wasn't we weren't we weren't running ads to recoup any money. It was just to mm-hmm. build the the list. And I wish I there's so many things that Jabril told me back then that I didn't understand until later. 
I remember he was so adamant, like, I wish we could get more money so we could put into ads. I'm like, why do you want to run ads so bad? Girl, we were getting conversion, a uh, conversion amount or, or um, uh, cost per acquisition. That's a uh, CPA as low as three cents per person. Get out. Th- today. What year was that? <laughs> exactly. I want to say 2014, 15. Today, mm-hmm. that same person might cost us $10. Yep. Do you see why it's going to be very hard for someone to compete with my numbers? Because you have mm-hmm. to spend $10 for, for one person that I spent three cents on. And that's something I didn't wow. understand. And he was like, oh, I wish we had more money. Because he was like, "Don't well, let's not worry about making money right now. If we can get our numbers up, we can, yeah. we can tap into the list later. But let's just right. get it. And at that point, you were trying to get the list yes. number up. Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't understand that then. But I'm like, now I'm like, oh, yeah. I wish I could come back with Tiffany Future Money. But like, here, girl, keep going. Because yep, 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 yep. I could have had 10 million people on my list, you know? That email list is powerful. powerful. Like, and so, um, so yeah, so that's what it was. It, it was, we sent people to my literature challenge. And then from the challenges, mm-hmm. we learned how to start to monetize aspects of the challenge. Like here's a credit thing that we use. Here is a, um, a bank account that gives us $25 per person. So the challenges started to monetize. And then each challenge, yeah. I wrote a book, right? For each challenge. Mm-hmm. And that monetized the challenges too. Because I remember the first time I made $10,000 in one month. I had it on my vision board. I was like, girl, you know, sometime when you're 85, that don't happen. But I had it on my vision board. Like, one day you will make $10,000 in a month. This is when I was still on my sister's couch. And I was like, when is that going to happen? And what happened was I had written my first book, The One Week Budget, uh, 2008 or 9 or 10, right? Uh And I mean, it sold like 100 copies its first month and then one copy, then one copy, then kind of petered off and... And then started selling decent, maybe 20 or 30 copies right, a month. Right, right. But, you know, I think the most I'd ever made in a month, maybe it was a couple thousand dollars. And that was because of a speaking engagement. And this is why you have to be so listening to your audience. So I did a literature challenge and someone said in November, it was going to launch in January, my first challenge. And they said, Do, is there a book version? And I was like, no, this is a free challenge, sis. Get the free. If it was a book <laughs> version, you'd have to pay. Why you want to pay? Someone else is like, I don't really like being online like that. Can you do a book version? Uh-huh. I was like, no. Those people who are like, can I, yes. can I get a hard copy? Yeah. And I was like, no. Why y'all want to pay? And someone was like, why did you let us pay you? And I was like, wait, why don't I? I found a yeah. young, um, I still use Hector. At the time, he was like, uh, I think he was in, I don't even know if he started college yet. I paid him like $300 to take, because... The, the, it was an email challenge slash, slash blog post challenge. So every day mm-hmm. you would get a link in your email saying, hey, here's today's task. And you would click on it and go to the blog, right? So I said, Hector, here are all the blog posts. Can you put it in book form and slap a cover on it? And he was like, sure, $300. He formatted it. I said, all right, y'all, y'all been begging for this book. Even though the challenge <laughs> here is free, is. here you go. And I thought to myself, like, you know, whatever, a couple people are going to buy it. No. I made $10,000 in, in book sales. Wow. Now that's what I was like, the power of the list. The list. Yes, I was like, oh. And that's encouraging yes. to me too. And I, I hope it's encouraging for you guys because I think sometimes, especially when you're running ads to like a freebie, you know, or like a challenge like you did. And let's, and you know, recently I talked about tripwires and how I have one on the thank you page. And, you know, the conversion is not where I want it to be. Mm-hmm. I have to still tweak and tweak. But you have to remember the powerful part mm-hmm. is the email yeah. list. The powerful part is th- those Facebook ad conversions are looking good. Yes. They are looking sweet. So 
I'm going to continue to focus on that and using it to build up the list yes. because I've ignored it for too long. I need to get back to that. Yeah. If you don't know, if you're like, I don't know what to do, but if you don't know how to do anything else for your list, just send them a weekly tip. Whatever yep. your business is, if you just let's say you were a cook, right? You might say, hey, guys, this this month we're talking all about meats or all about chicken. And I'm going to send you a tip of how to make the best chicken ever every week. You know, week yeah. one is, you know, using lemon. Week two is butter, butter, butter. Week three yeah. is, you know, you know, um, slow roasting. Week four is right. air fry. Whatever that is, just send. You don't like the purpose of the list is not to sell. The purpose of the list yeah. is to give. And then yep. one day you'll have something to sell and you'll have been given to your list maybe for a year or two years. And you're like, oh, I do have something I want from them. And then by then they're like they're primed and ready because you've been pouring into them. So continue to give. And I have had people ask me that, like, can we, like, is there, like, what can we buy? How can we, mm-hmm. you know, pay you back? And I'm like, pay me back. <laughs> That's good. That means literally, that means the yeah. bank of trust is, yeah. is overflowing. So when you're yeah. ready to finally say, I do have a thing, you'll be like, yes, yeah. thank you. So yeah. That was the book. <laughs> It was like it's Tiffany's coming, doing well, all this coming, stuff, coming. right? People, it's like that's yeah, why people bought right. Literature Challenge, right? They were overflowing yep. with "Give us something." Yeah, and I remember I literally, because I felt so guilty about selling. I literally mm. was like, every time I would talk about the challenge, I'd be like, "Don't forget, you don't have to buy it because it's it's free." <laughs> don't forget. Literally, I remember. I I'm like, it's optional. Yes, it's completely. Optional. Yo, they like, on the webinar. Like, <laughs> you, if you want to leave right now, <laughs> yo, my audience. When your audience really cares about you because you care about them, people were yeah. like, if you don't stop saying that, girl, we know. Right. We want to. Right. Some people were like, I'm actually gonna take it online, but I'm buying the book just to support you, just because mm-hmm. of all you poured into me. I'm getting it just yes. to have it. I was just like, you know, yeah. like, you yeah. know, so. Yeah, so I'm, I mean, what I'm doing now, and this is what I encourage everyone to do, is that, because here's the thing about growing your list. It's so important that you, what they call, own your audience. Yes. Facebook is good. Instagram is cool. TikTok is cool. Twitter, whatever. Mm-hmm. But at any moment in time, <laughs> they can they can shut that thing down. Yeah. You don't yeah. own or it. Or change the algorithm yes. so nobody can see your ish. Which is what they've yeah. been doing, right? But yep, remember yep. when the, our, our former um, president said that he was going to shut down TikTok because he was mad because them kids and tricked him <laughs> to having a conference that nobody showed up to? <laughs> them kids tricked that man. And he was, I'm going to shut down your tickety-tock. You know? So what if he did? How many people, like, I mean, the kids who were on TikTok were like, oh, I'm making millions of dollars a year. You can't shut down my TikTok, you know? And so you have to own your audience. And one of the ways to own your audience is an email list. Yeah. But even now, like something that I'm starting to build up is also my text list. Mm. Because it's another way I can, yeah. because we use the text list, um, Nikayla, at, at, at Literature Academy. And what we notice okay. is that we used to just email and say, hey guys, don't forget, because every Sunday we have class, a live class. Okay. So we would email you, hey guys, don't forget, you have class tonight. And the next on Monday, I, I didn't see my email. I don't know who checks emails on Sunday. So we're like, fine, sign up. We're going to just, we found some text message, I think slick text or whatever we use. So now okay. we will email you, we'll text you. Hey, Nikayla, don't forget class starts in 10 minutes. You're like, oh, bet. Oh, I like that. You know, because you'd be on your phone like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch class. Oh, this is good. Yeah. What we didn't realize is that like, wow, like more people started to show up because they got that reminder. So I thought if we can do text messages and same the way we use our emails that the text message would be about tools and resources like, hey, did you know that, um, you know, the federal government is now saying that 
you know, it, that that whole lie, Sally made them lie to you. If you have <laughs> private student loans, you can get rid of them during bankruptcy. That's a lie. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. like, imagine you got that text, like, what? Say less. And then there's a, a link saying, step by step, learn how to do so here. Or here's an attorney that helps. And you're like, oh, bet. So resources sent to your phone. Now, here's the thing. A good open rate for an email list in the financial industry is anything over 20% is considered amazing for the financial industry. Our mm. open rate ranges from 25% to 65%, you know? Nice. And so, yeah. so that's considered excellent, but yeah. right. But typically you get maybe like, um, five, 10%, which is considered good. You wouldn't think so, but it is now, um, on average, your text open rate is 80 to 90%. Cause who don't look at text? Right. Yes. Right. You have to let that bubble go away. Yeah, you, you have to. Even if it's just a click it just so it could go away. So you get yeah. to you get to really engage with your audience in a way that's more intimate because the these as people get younger and younger, email is not I mean, kids are in school, so they have to use email, but it's not mm-hmm. a method of, of communication as much as it used to be. So we're making the yeah. transition to include text messaging. So you know, so that way when something Very does smart. land, we can like dun da da da. You know, and so one of the ways we're going to add people to our text message list, we'll say something like um, Tiffany's doing a freebie or a giveaway or whatever, but only people on the text mm-hmm. message list will get the text on Friday. Make sure you're on it so you get the link so we can yeah. give away things and be like, it's only going to be sent to the text message, folks. It's only going to be sent to the text message, folks. And then, you know, my aim is if we can get I don't know how many people are on our list because we just started. Let's just say it's like five thousand and we can double yeah. that by this year and triple it by next year. Now we've got email and text. Oh, it's on and popping. And do you plan to use that, the text to remind people for uh, webinars as well, for live classes? Mm -hmm. Okay. So webinars, there's a book on sale. Like, for example, just this weekend, Get Good With Money, um, the ebook, one day, um, Amazon had a one day $3.99 sale on the ebook. That would have made an amazing text message. So maybe, yeah. maybe like, let's just say you're on the, on the fence about, hmm, I don't know if I want to get the bug, blah, blah, blah. And you get a text message that says, girl, you got 24 hours. You know how Amazon do. This book, which is normally $13.99, <laughs> is $3.99. And you got a text. Wow. You yeah. know, like, you'd be like, don't on it. Let me go don't get that it. book, you know? And so it's exciting. Text messaging is exciting. But very, very exciting. Don't, don't turn your back on email. It's still uh, it's still an um, extremely useful tool um, my aim in my head was always, I want to have more emails than I have social media followers. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that is the goal. That yep. is the goal. And I think because it's it's so easy, like when you really take off on social for things to just grow, yes. that it can give you a false sense of comfort yes. and security. But like you said, like it, it there is nothing secure about nothing. it. <laughs> and that's not to knock it because it's also very powerful. Very, very yes. powerful. I love, I love um, Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook. I just know that that I can't control what how many people see yes. my post and, and that can be really challenging. So, so. you should be using your so your Instagram yeah. and Facebook to send people to your to your um right. your other platform, your yeah. text and your email. And so before we get into the lightning round, I want to talk about the concept of financial freedom versus financial wholeness. Mm-hmm. And you touch on this in the book. And for those who you know haven't heard or read it yet, what does that mean? And why is that important to you to make that distinction? So I had reached financial freedom. I became officially like, you know, a millionaire, at least on paper, girl, because you know how that be going. Like, you yeah, know, like yeah, people yeah. don't have, like, you, 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 you could be a millionaire because you have, it's really just, you have a million, you're a millionaire because your assets are worth a million. 
you know? So yep. that was, I want to say I was 37, you know? So I'm 41 mm-hmm. now. So 37, 38. Mm-hmm. But then an actual like money in the bank, shorty, what you think, millionaire. <laughs> I want to say about 40, right? Where I can look and be like, oh, there's a, there's a million dollars in there, you know? Right. So, but I mean, they're equally both millionaires because it's just, honestly, Jeff Bezos doesn't have a trillion dollars in his bank account. That would be foolish, you know? So um, there's no shade to being like on paper millionaire. That's real as well. So I had reached financial quote unquote freedom, you know, Mm -hmm. by my thirties, my, you know, my, my mid to late thirties. And I was still a whole mess. I was like, yeah, this, I thought I would feel like, whew, I didn't. And I thought, oh, well, what's wrong? There are comp- yeah. there were, well, here's why, because there were components of my life that I knew were still not where it ought to be. I had not updated my insurance and since I first got insurance, like in my late 20s. I didn't have an estate plan. Like if something were to happen to me, what happens to my, you know, my business, my bank account, anything, you know, yeah. um, I didn't feel like I had um, the team that I needed. You know, like to like I I wanted a financial planner to really help me because I knew how to make money, right? I could save, but and I, I knew how to invest on its basic levels, right? But investing when you have wealth, it looks different. That wealth planning is completely different than just regular everyday managing your money. And so right. there were components of my life that I knew were not there. So I actually felt more anxious, you know, having all of this money, but not know and knowing that, like, oh my gosh. There are other things that you don't have that are equally as important. And that's when I realized you can have financial freedom and still be a whole mess. There has to be something greater than financial freedom. And it's called financial wholeness. It's when these 10 components of your financial life come together. So budgeting, savings, debt, credit, learning how to earn, net worth, insurance, your money team, investing, and um, and your estate planning. So those are the 10 components. And so those are... That's why the book is called Get Good With Money, The 10 Simple Steps to Becoming Financially Whole. Because when you have those 10 things, you can literally not have quote unquote financial freedom, meaning enough money saved or set aside that you don't have to work anymore and still be good. You know, so you can be financially free and not be good, but you can be financially whole and not be financially free, but still be all the way good. Because you're like, right. okay, I've got the insurance. Whew, if something happens to me, my family's good. My that estate plan is good. Mind. Yes. It means like, you know, like my budget is underway. My credit is underway. I'm not debt free, right. but I'm working on my, you know, my debt plan. I'm telling you, it's financial freedom. Some of us will accomplish, but financial wholeness, literally everyone, no matter how much you make, no matter what you do for a living. And if you know me, you know, I don't want to do anything that's exclusive. I didn't yeah. want to be like, hey, I'm financial freedom. Because to be honest, everyone's not going to have their million dollars um, put up. But financial wholeness, mm-hmm. literally everyone can accomplish that. And it made me mm-hmm. feel good to be able to create a step-by-step guide to walk you through and to financial wholeness and that everyone can accomplish. Right. And I'm glad you said that because I, I hate when things become like buzz terms. And and um, I love people talking about money. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I love the fact that we are able to think bigger when we see like, oh, this person's doing that. This person's making that. Like it allows you to just think bigger at the same time. Like it's become like a buzzy thing mm-hmm. without realizing all the things that come yes. with that. Wealth planning and estate planning yes. is huge. It <laughs> is. Know? And and it, it takes a lot of steps. This is why so many people kind of avoid it mm-hmm. or don't do what they need to do. But it's like, it's no 
sense making all this money and just not having it in the secure places that will ensure that generations after yes. you can benefit. Because like, look at, for example, Prince, right? This is man. Mm-hmm. We know Prince was financially free, obviously. Yep. But he was not financially yep. whole. When he passed away, he did not have a will. So you know what happened? Mm-hmm. It was it went to his sister and went to probate mm-hmm. court. Probate court is just basically um, where the nosy bitty boppers go to be like, mm-hmm. I, I can literally <laughs> Google because now your estate is, is public knowledge. You can just walk. Ooh, how much? Ooh, child. How much? <laughs> you don't want to put in your business like that. And then on top of that, because he didn't do any kind of like estate planning, I'm sure yeah. there was a tremendous amount of taxes that were levied onto mm-hmm. really his sisters and one that inherited basically mm-hmm. everything, you know? And so then, then what happens then? Same thing with Biggie, right? All the money, I think, ended up going to Faith because he had not changed anything. Yeah. His mother was yeah. like, thankfully, Faith is not some terrible person. So they created, right. you know, a, something for his heirs and, you know, and his um children, you know. So financial wholeness would have had you with the money and the plan, you know. Yes. And so that's what I'm wanting. People think that they don't have like an estate. I'm like, if you have a bank account, you have an estate. You know, yeah. you want to be working on all the aspects of your financial life. People right. don't know how to do so. That's why I wanted to create yeah. this step-by-step guide. And I love the way you lay it out in the book because it can be intimidating. Yes. It can be intimidating. And if you're reading the book, no matter where you are in your personal finance journey, because some people feel like, oh, I know how to save. Oh, I know how to budget. I got a good credit score. I'm good. I don't need that book. But actually, if you're not financially whole, mm-hmm. and Tiffany just explained what that means, then you are along the spectrum that this book talks about and, and, and helps you through. And so I think the fact that you break it down um, one step at a time allows you to get through that overwhelm because yes. it's like, all right, I got to focus on this yes. before I get to estate planning. Whew. Let me let me, yes. let me let me do with life insurance first. Yes. Let, me, let me do with this first. So don't worry, you guys. You can take it one step at a time. You know, I used to be a teacher, so I was like, oh, no, no. You're going to get yeah. this lesson plan. You have, right, there's right. little homework in there, little boost in there. Mm-hmm. So literally to make you, you feel it. like, oh, I did it. And then I love this. Like, there's like a little pinwheel where it's like 10% and then we celebrate it at the end. 20% yeah. and then we celebrate. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, it's really like... You know what we need. You know what we need. Exactly. <laughs> and then too, I mean, honestly, I to write a book, to put your heart and soul into it, and then it hit two New York Times bestsellers list and then stayed yeah. on one of the lists for eight weeks straight. I was just Ooh. like... It's just like, you know, you know, you, yeah. you put the work in child, you just hope, yes. you know, and you don't do it obviously for that because you just never know. But it feels really good to be like externally validated to say yeah. like, no, this is really this really works. And yeah. even now, and it's not we've sold. Like, it's not just fluff. too. Exactly. Yeah. And we've gotten we sold just just over 76,000 copies in the, in the first three and a half months. And this is why it's important to have perspective. I was asking my agent. Yeah. I was like, that seems low. She's like, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. She said the last <laughs> she said the last big financial book before yours. She said it sold 100,000 copies. I said, see, there you go. She said in four years. And it was considered <laughs> it was considered a huge success. I said, wait, what? Wow. She said it sold a wow. hundred thousand copies in four years, considered a huge success. You've sold seventy five thousand copies in three months. Girl, sit down. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why it's important to talk yes. to you know, experts on that. And but one, one last thing I'll say mm-hmm. about the book because I know this one's getting long, y'all. But obviously, we could talk for a long time. <laughs> like we could do a whole other episode on writing books. Yes, we could. <laughs> so I once heard somewhere I don't know where, but it, it said like never trust the author that ne- doesn't share anything negative about themselves in their autobiography or in you know the book. 
And it's so true. Like, I find that I cannot really resonate with anyone who doesn't have a vulnerable moment, Mm -hmm. who makes it feel like, oh, they always did everything perfect and they're just great. And now they're sharing this. So you start off the book with (laughs) the fact that you fell for the okie doke. Yo, time and time again, sis. You've been reading it. I'm like, nah. Girl, I think it was another one. It was literally back to back to back. Literally, the first line in the book is, I messed up. Uh, I messed up. That's literally the first line in the book. Because I want, what I'm wanting is for you to know, but one, if you know the end of my story, girl, works out. Just bear with me. I'm like, but I want you to see, I did every mistake you could think. Credit card scam, credit card debt, student loans, foreclosure, all the things. And yet it worked out. So I'm giving you the guide for the folks that mess up all the time. (laughs) Because I'm one of them. So now we're going to jump into the lightning round. You know the deal. You just answer the first thing that comes to mind. I always like to see, especially with the update episodes, Mm -hmm. how answers have changed. So number one, what is a resource that's helping you in your business right now that you can share with the Side Hustle Pro audience? Audiobooks. Like, Mm. I have been doing a lot of reading. I don't have as much time to sit down and read, but audiobooks, I have been, I've read 14 books in the last, like, two months. All right, number two, who is actually a Black woman entrepreneur, mentor, someone that you admire and why? Her name is Adina. She has a, in 2016, uh, Black Enterprise did a a, um, a a thing on her, right? A spotlight. Um, she, yeah. she is a refugee, I think from, I want to say Senegal. And in 2016, Ooh. her real estate holdings were worth $225 million. Young black sister in her 30s. I suspect Ooh. it's worth closer to half a billion now. And she's from Jersey. And she's, I know we used to sit on panels together. I mean, I clearly, I'm not at that level yet, you know? <laughs> but uh, uh, she's the person I admire most in business. Because she uses her 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 platform and her her real estate to just aid the community in ways that are just like just over and above mm. and beyond. All right, number three. What is a non-negotiable part of your day? Um, naps. <laughs> I take a nap. <laughs> I'm a baby. I take a nap every day. Um, even after this, I'm like, I gotta take my podcast brought ambition. After that, I'm gonna okay. take a nap. Mm-hmm. Number four, what is a personal habit that has significantly helped you along your journey and your career? Asking questions. Like, I'm just really curious. Curiosity is an amazing characteristic for entrepreneurs because you, you understand you don't know everything. And so you're curious and you're open and that's how you learn and grow. So curiosity and asking mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. And finally, what is your parting advice for fellow Black women entrepreneurs who want to be their own boss but are scared of losing a steady paycheck? Expand your capacity, right? So one of the books I read, because I, I, I took six weeks off, Nikayla, six weeks off, no social, mm-hmm. no emails, no team, nothing. I travel, I slept, I walked, I read. I read, one of the books I read was um, Magnolia Story by Chip and Joanna Gaines. And one mm-hmm. thing that Joanna shared is that she used to kind of be like a timid mouse. I think if you've ever watched Fixer Upper, you can kind of tell that's her personality. And Chip yeah. is like kind of like the wild one. And she said he would have all <laughs> these wild and crazy ideas and she, it, she would be filled with anxiety. And she realized that if I'm going to be with this man, I have to learn to expand my capacity. You know, mm-hmm. you want to hold more that you have to get a larger container. So you have Mm. to learn to expand your capacity for failing, expand expand your capacity for learning, expand your capacity for doing, 
Like the way you go from 100,000 to 1 million is a different mindset. You have to expand your mindset capacity. The way you go from 1 million to 10 million is an emotional expansion. And so you have to be constantly working on expansion. And because I know someone's going to say, well, how? Number one, girl, <laughs> get take a look. It's in a book, Reading Rainbow. Read. Yeah. Every yeah. every answer that you ever had about anything, a human, human anything, is in a book. You don't have time to read. Yeah. Audible will read it to you like a lullaby. Okay. Read, yeah. read, 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 read. Especially memoirs of successful people. Two, observe. Get used to seeing. So if you live in a house that's worth $250,000, find a neighborhood where houses are worth $500,000, million, $2 million, and drive through weekly. I want you to normalize. Me too. Shoot. They figured it out. There's, there's 50 people that live in this neighborhood. Everybody here at Bill Gates' brain? No. Some of them are just some regular, regular people that figured it out so they can figure it out. Me too. So expand your capacity mm-hmm. through observation. Three, yep. expand your capacity through doing and failing. Get started. It's falling when you're five and falling when you're 80 are two different things. If you're young in business, it's a perfect time to fail. Don't nobody know. Nobody cares. You can fall below. Right, right. Don't nobody know me right. though. You know, don't wait until you're big. And grown and oh, and now you fall at 80 and it's broken, you know? So yep. do, do and 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 fail. And last but not least, curiosity. Ask questions. You know, like you can learn any you can learn something from the cashier at, at Whole Foods, you know, from your three-year-old niece. Like asking yeah. questions and keeping yourself curious because you don't know who knows what. You're not it's not possible yep. for you to know all the things that knowledge can be found within books, but especially within other people. So ask questions. Those are the words, ways that you expand your capacity. That's how you go from one level to the next level to the next level. You will not move if you have the same container. You have to grow, mm-hmm. sis. And then when you grow, everything else will catch up with you. Yes, that is one of the most powerful <laughs> last lightning round responses I've ever received. I'm, I think I need to make a snippet of that and just play that back every day to myself. So I hope y'all caught that. Now, Tiffany, where can people connect with you after this episode? So I am the budget needs on all the things on TikTok, although I don't take or talk much. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, on Instagram, which is my fave, and Facebook. Um, if you want to get my book, Get Good With Money, literally go to Get good with money.com and obviously the budget nista.com is, is my website as well and we will link to that in the show notes you guys so there you have it thank you for tuning in this week and i will talk to you next week bye hey guys thanks for listening to side hustle pro if you like the show be sure to subscribe rate and review on apple podcasts it helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show and if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro. Plus, sign up for my six-foot Saturday newsletter at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you will receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.